we're back after a hiatus. We had a week <laughs> off. Everything's good. And we're back at the Thanks for Sharing podcast. We are brought to you by Dan Rouse at Cherry Hill. I think Mitsubishi's still our thing, dude. I think he sells Mitsubishis. Or it could be Nissan. KO Pest Control, KCD Construction, Pace Roofing, Colt Recording, Hoover Delivery Service, ERT Restoration, Art History, Black Sparrow Tattoo, Four Seasons Landscaping, Sharky's Barbershop, Artie Realty, Bone Marrow, Capital Adjustment, Santini's Grill, A-plus insurance at Tyson and Caster. I won't mind you. And <laughs> Ivy Innovations. And that's all of them, man. Wow. I went through it quick. Wow. Yeah, you that's, yeah. that's all right. Okay. Dabron's getting a little camera time, dude. Yeah. About time. <laughs> you had half an episode, though, too, you know? Yeah, that looks great. That's our new thing from now on, Joe. Look at that. The lights behind there. The lights behind the sun. Okay. The picture of my face. I like that. I drive mm -hmm. around with it in my car, Bill. Okay. <laughs> like in case anyone forgets who you uh, are. No, well, I, he doesn't want me to leave it here because it terrifies him. Okay. All right. So All right. I drive around like a psycho, right. like a sociopath with yeah. it in my car. Yeah. All right. Today I got, I wore my shirt for it, the West Kensingtons, Mr. I, I appreciate it. Show yeah. a little love, man. Mr. Dr. Bill McKinney. <laughs> Good friend of mine. I yeah. met him in my journey of getting my life together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're a fascinating man, in my opinion. Okay. I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, or... we will find out. <laughs> Let's start with, because I was asked by three different people before I got here, what is your doctorate in? Okay. <laughs> my doctorate is in anthropology. So I'm an urban anthropologist. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of public health background also. and uh, But yeah, pretty much urban anthropologist. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. I don't really know what that is. It just sounds. Smart. It's studying people, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, so, but it's like, but uh, not like sociology, right? Or it, kind of. It's, it's very close. The method is a little bit different, right? Um, and I'm also what would people would call me an applied anthropologist too, which means like, essentially, I'm not studying anything just to study it. I study to make change. So, so I've I've worked in universities and stuff, but like right now, I work in a nonprofit sector yeah. you know so okay. i'm about like what can i learn to identify like what problems exist what solutions are out there and then implement them okay know? so that that's what's up man so it calls for good I, I, i'm Hopefully. trying man yeah. i'm trying you we know need, we need more people like that in the world man <laughs> i like i i just always admired your positivity towards because mm -hmm. uh i met you through sobriety and mm -hmm. it just uh the, me i get in my head very fast which i'm sure you can probably relate to but i just oh, like yeah. it's a constant like yeah. negative thoughts about people that are probably not true you know <laughs> but not once have i ever had a negative thought about you i always uh, i appreciate that man not to put you on a pedestal but i always no, thought no. I, I you did things it. the proper way if there is a proper way which i don't think there is i'm trying man that, yeah. that's it that's it i'm trying and i appreciate that uh you know honestly you, you know you've always been very welcoming to me you know and oh, i appreciate absolutely. that and i've always you know wanted to see you do well man and so i also just i want to acknowledge and i you know, I think it's wonderful that you just celebrated an anniversary. Yeah, eight that, that, years. That's a big deal. Like Yesterday. People sometimes are like, oh, it's, you know, they don't want to put it out there. That's the real deal, man. Like, you know, you got to put something in to get something out like that. Yeah. So, so congratulations on that. It's been eight long ones, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, a couple of people at work congratulated me yesterday. And I was just like, I'm just good at not doing things, you know, <laughs> and that goes across the board. Hopes and dreams. I'm good at giving up on those. So. <laughs> But I'm working my way on it. I found I found stand up a couple years ago, yeah. so that yeah. was 
I felt more up my alley. I yeah. used to do music and I just, you know, and we were talking a little bit before, just organizing that many people is just. It's a nightmare, man. Yeah. It's like unless, too many relationships. Unless you're the driving talent, like, which I'm not. Even then, though, man, like yeah. that's still, <laughs> yeah. it's still its own thing, but it's, uh, yeah. But I, I mean, I think we're all on a journey, you know, like whatever that journey is and we try out different things. I mean, that's the beauty of life, you know, like being yeah. on one path and just like, that's it. I mean, that's not very exciting. So if it's music, if it's stand up, whatever it is, man, like we got to try out different things and, and see where, where it all lands. Yeah. You know? And I, you know, man, I think that's the attraction of everything of why I just always I guess drawn inspiration from you because you just kind of do your thing, man. I, I've, I've heard tried. you tell stories, and I'm like, how fascinating is this fucking guy? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I've, I've been living life for a while, yeah. you know. So it's like, you know, that yeah. that's, but it's been a journey. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. all the things, I still see everything interrelated. You know, sometimes people will be like, well, you do this and you do that, and they're like, how does that even fit? I, I see everything yeah. like feeding each other, and that's how I've always sort of lived it. You know. Yeah. yeah when i was first getting to know you that's like kind of like uh so all my friends are like super into hardcore which it's not really my bag okay but uh i go to it a lot i've grown to enjoy it and like there's yeah. bands like i, I like mayball i like gorilla biscuits yeah. like uh wisdom and chains yeah yeah all that stuff like i like that more old school like aggressive punky yeah. kind of style <laughs> i like yeah uh, i think most hardcore now is just metal and people are just like this is hardcore i agree call it what it really is yeah now. but i remember a mutual friend of ours joe was mm -hmm. like bill used to be in a hardcore band and i yeah. was like oh yeah and i asked yeah. you the one time you were like i used to be in integrity yeah 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 and i see and this is how uneducated about hardcore i am i'm like <laughs> i don't know who they are and my boy bobby is a huge integrity fan oh okay all he's right. like are you kidding me they're like the ogs of it. and i was like i was like all right <laughs> And he's like, how do you know that guy? I'm like, I just know him, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I came up, I'm from Cleveland, so I'm not from Philly. You know, I've been out in Philly, I don't know, 25 years now or something like that. But I grew up in Cleveland and uh, Cleveland's an interesting, it really is like a rock and roll town uh, in yeah. a lot of ways. That's where and, the Hall of Fame is, am I correct? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. And, and growing up for me, it was like, it was like hip hop was starting to happen. You know, yeah. I mean, I was brought up on, jazz soul all that stuff but like hip-hop you were listening to nwa and slayer you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's that's <laughs> sort of what it was about like coming up and uh and like that old days of two it was like early days of hardcore like i'm a bad brains freak yeah. minor threat like all that type of stuff um but again we where i grew up you also listened to metal like you yeah. and, and thrash metal you know so celtic frost um, Slayer, like stuff yeah. like that, and uh, and that was really what something like Integrity came from. It oh, was yeah. like emerging from those those worlds, sort of coming together, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was another time all together. Yeah, you know? and then you traded it in for reggae years later. Exactly. <laughs> but even back then, I mean, again, for me, I'll never forget. Like uh, my boy gave me a tape, so it would have been like nineteen. I'm gonna age myself hard, but like 1983 or something like that, and uh, and the first song on the tape uh, was Bad Brains, yeah. you know, and uh, I heard it and it blew my mind. Like it was, yeah. I never connected to music the same way as I did to that, yeah. and uh, especially at the time too. Oh, I'm guessing it was like what is this i mean yeah. it was just it was there's the energy was so high the lyrics everything and it was maybe two songs let's say on there so i know there was other like 
GBH and Minor Threat, some other stuff was on there. But I went to the record store then, and I remember like, you know, where's this Bad Brains thing? And uh, finding Rock for Light, which is just a yellow record, yeah. you know? And I picked it up and I was like, I guess this is them. And I remember flipping it over and there were Fort Dreads on there, man, you know? So it was like a young black dude in, in Cleveland. Yeah. Like all of a sudden I was like, this is who I'm about. This is what I want to be. And they were rocking reggae back then, you know? So, I'm, so that was, and that was their energy thing, you know, it was like to be able to go from the fastest, most intense hardcore into reggae. So I, I've always been about the reggae too, yeah. you know? But I, at the time I had more, energy yeah and a little more rage you know yeah. and now i'm just old and, and i gotta i gotta slow it down <laughs> yeah a little more silver pops through the beard and you're just exactly. like oh, let's let's chill out yeah, a let, little let's bit. let's do this reggae thing man. yeah you fascinate me in a way that like you remind me of chuck but like kind of the opposite of chuck kind of you know what i mean and chuck did the podcast you're, yeah, oh yeah yeah i saw some of the and, and yeah. that dude's a legend like he that is dude's, a legend. that dude's the real th i remember seeing chuck the first time Again, I'm guessing probably around 1990 or something yeah. in Cleveland at the Berea Rolling Bowl uh, when he was playing with Underdog. Underdog. And, and I mean, we were all about Underdog in Cleveland. Yeah. Like, again, it was like that was one of the, like, really uh, just transformational things for us was, was, like, hearing that Underdog stuff. And uh, again, for me to look and be like, there's a brother in there, man, that, yeah. that made a difference. That made a difference. So I, I've been following him forever, whether it's that, one of my favorite soul records, and I never know how to say her name, is is it Reese or Res, but R-E-S. Uh, he did, I think, bass and drums all over that record. One of the best soul records ever from the 90s, man. So like he's 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 a legend he's done it all i'm not even getting into his skating and all that world yeah, you know but i mean the dude is the real deal he is he's another fascinating dude mm -hmm. who's just in his zone oh yeah i'll say, I'll say that and oh, i mean yeah. it in the best way dude he's just yeah in his, yeah in yeah. his own planet and he's the best like when he did this podcast we made it an hour through and he said i thought i was doing a different show's podcast i was like chuck we literally talked about <laughs> <this>. <laughs> yeah no he's on top of his game yeah. you know but yeah th th those were those were deep days man like yeah. there was like a lot of interesting stuff happening and again in cleveland you know there were a few different bands that were because you have to think also in cleveland back then in the late so like sort of late 80s early 90s you had all this hardcore stuff going on like you know bands like integrity um ringworm stuff like that um but then you also had uh like trent Reznor. You know, Nine Inch Nails was coming out of Cleveland. You yeah. know, so it's like you had like this industrial thing going on, and you know that spawning filter and like all that type of stuff. It was it was just I don't know, man. It was it was a good time back then uh, for music. Bone know? Thugs and Harmony came out of Cleveland. Bone Thugs, absolutely. Which absolutely. is fun fact: the first album I ever got when I was in kindergarten, my mom got it for me. Really? Yep, Maternal 99. What was, like, because you liked it so much? Or she just was like, I need him to start listening it. to Bone Thugs. When I was, like, very young, like, four to five, I was, like, listening. I would watch The Box all day. I don't remember oh, yeah. if you remember, remember The Box. The Box, oh, yeah. And you dial in what videos. Yeah. And that's, like, right when Crossroads came out. And I was yeah. like, oh, I like this song. Then I heard First of the Month, <laughs> and they're both on the same album. Yeah. And I was like, I want this album. And that was like, the first I'm album set. I ever got at yeah. The Wall. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which no, was, come on. You got to give it up to Cleveland, man. Yeah, we, we were so, doing our thing yeah, back then. Absolutely. We had it coming from every direction. Hey, one of my favorite movies is Major League, which is about uh, the Cleveland Indians. There you so, go. Yeah. And that's like in my top 10 movies. <laughs> I got love for Cleveland. 
Good, good. Mark over there is a big Ohio guy. I think more Cincinnati. Is that correct? I like Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Okay. I like Cincinnati, yes. A little Skyline Chili and all that good stuff. Yeah, like his, uh, <laughs> his bridge to, to uh, uh, what, what, what do you got over there? Uh, uh, what's oh, going down to Kentucky. To Kentucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, that that's a, that's a whole other world yeah. down there. I, I remember it must have been, again, I'm going to jump all over the place. Oh, but that's like, fine. It's probably in like 2000 or so I was playing a show in Cincinnati, the small bar with this band Mephiscopheles I used to play with. And uh, and Greg Allman was there and he was like in a dart tournament or something <laughs> like in the basement and then came up because we had an organ player and he was like excited that somebody was playing organ yeah. and it like messed up my mind all night. Like I yeah. couldn't really focused You're just in there like Greg Allman you know what are you gonna do <laughs> only in Ohio man <laughs> that's wild if you think about it dude. oh yeah yeah no no it's it, yeah no it, it, so yeah it's good town I love my state I love I love Philadelphia yeah. now don't get me yeah. wrong what but brought you here anyways school really I mean I so I I was in Cleveland till mid 90s then I went down to University of Maryland for two years. I got a master's degree down there. Go Terrapins. Exactly. There yeah, you I go. Testudo the Terrapin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I, after being down there two years, I came up here in, I guess, 96 or so yeah. for Temple. Right. And that's that's where I got my PhD from. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wanted to get my doctorate. I do not want to go back to school. So that's a big <laughs> obstacle. That's, but, that, that is a bit of an obstacle. And, the, and yet again, this is another reason I admire you. If I had my doctorate in anything, I mm -hmm. would be correcting people all the fucking time. I would be like, I'd be like, excuse me, it's doctor work. <laughs> that's my favorite shit. Hey, you but, gotta you know, carry that weight sometimes, yeah. man. But most people know? who have their doctorate are just like, I have my doctorate. I'm not a doctor. And I'm like, I would say it all the time. Hey, sometimes, believe me, sometimes I put it on blast yeah. man I, I get to a level in stand-up where like i get an honorary doctorate from some school and they're like <laughs> give our commencement speech and i'll be like gladly <laughs> that way i don't gotta and i'm shit. holding on to that title yeah, that would be a quick way to get it yeah yeah and yeah. that's probably my only hope because i'm not going back to school but i would have got it in something dumb like philosophy or something hey which is know. a terrible major i had a philosophy teacher who said this is the worst major in the world do not major in this you know to each their own yeah. you know you got to figure out how to make it work you know that's exactly. that's the whole thing some people would say that about anthropology but I again it's it's worked for me yeah you, know, you made it's been it good to me I mean when I did go to college I majored in music which was mm -hmm. probably the worst idea ever because mm -hmm. there's not too many jobs <laughs> I thought you just got the degree and then you get a label yeah, yeah. contract and they're like here you go and I'm like nah only in our dreams man yeah like, you gotta be very uh, talented and want to go after it yeah you know you have to I mean it's I, I mean I remember for myself too like when I was finishing school and I was like do I want to go to college? Do I just, I was driving trucks and stuff. And I was like, do I want to just drive trucks or what do I want to do here? And I, I just didn't have any focus, but I did see that like, I had a lot of friends who did go away to like, um, like uh, Berkeley school of music, stuff like that. And um, they did something different than what I did. Like, I, I, like, I think I'm a good songwriter, like stuff like that. They did something different than me, which is that they actually practiced and yeah. they actually, they, they spent hours and hours like, in the woodshed and i was never going to do that and i never did before and yeah. i was ne I, I was not going to just wake up one day and start doing that and uh and that told me like 
I had to figure out how to do music in a way that fits in my life. Yeah, I always looked at it like I like to make music more off a of feel, and there's just some people who know mm -hmm. every little thing. But I feel like that's like the biggest curse when you know every little thing. You're like, well, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I'm like, but it sounds good, and you're forgetting. It can lock you in. I mean, yeah. I played with some cats that are like that, that are so sort of classically trained that like, if you're like, I'm gonna move from this chord to this chord, they're like, oh, you you can't do that. That doesn't, yeah. and I'm like, no, man, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. Like that's what we're, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So it, it can Creates go both ways. tension in music, yeah, which yeah. is important, you need yeah. that. But that's, I think that's also one of the good things when you're in a band, right? Is like, then there's four or five people sitting around someone might be feeling more restricted, but someone might feel freer, yeah. you know? And, and so you can sort of let that happen. Yeah. And that's beautiful, man. Yeah, you it know? is a beautiful give and take. Man. It is, uh, yeah. it is. I miss music. I was thinking about, cause I was talking to Jeff Stress, shout out Stress, and uh, Stress, what's up? he was like, he's like, when are you gonna record an album? And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't know, I really don't do music. Mm -hmm. I got enough criticism, cause people are real mean <laughs> on social media. Oh today. yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even, not lately, but I used to get people, when I make music, people would just be like, you're terrible, give it up. And I'd be like, all right. I mean, people, I don't even want to get, you know yeah, I mean, it's like, I usually at those moments, folks can hate everything that I do, man. And it's like, that's okay. And I also will generally say like, let me see what you did. You know, like, like why you gonna be and Mark always do. Stuff. We always say, what do you do? Yeah, like if you don't like my record, like let me hear yours, yeah. you know? And uh, I'm not claiming anything I've ever done is perfect, beautiful, yeah. whatever, but makes me happy and it's made some people happy. Yeah. So like, I'll take that. But I don't, I don't, I also just want to go through life only sitting in the critic's chair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a risk to build something, to make something. It's what you're doing right now, man. Like, that's risky to yeah. like get up there and put yourself out there. Same with going on stage or whatever, man. That's a risk. Most people don't want to take that risk. They just want to stand there and heckle. Yeah. You know? yeah. And this, this whole thing came out of like necessity of everything that's going on right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. We're in a pandemic and stand up wasn't really happening. And most comedians I've, enjoy they i enjoy them because they have a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah so i was like i'll just do that and i feel yeah. like philadelphia is such a fascinating place that i can get all these like yeah i mostly have my friends that i met through sobriety or yeah, music yeah. or stuff like that but yeah. uh it just it just seemed easier to do this and it's like you know mm -hmm. i'm not getting like all the comedians i like they get big name comedians and they do the podcast together yeah, yeah. and i'm just like I know so many interesting people. I would love to just exactly. I get a chance to talk to them for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Which how rare do you get to do that with people? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I, I agree. I think it's a yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. And again, we can see all these situations that are going on as either the worst thing that ever happened or a whole bunch of opportunity to do different things. Yeah, you know. And when when some of this ends, you're going to decide which things you want to keep and which things you want to move on from. Yeah. But that's that's life, man. That's how life should keep evolving instead of just the same old, same old. I, I hope for all of us, like from all, everything that's happening, everything that's going on, it at least gives us all pause yeah. and, and say, are the things I do every day what I actually wanted to be doing? Yeah. <laughs> or is it, or do I do it because I've been doing it? Yeah. You know? And there's a difference there. And there, you know? that's another reason which led to this because mm -hmm. uh, bartending at Applebee's is not like my dream. I don't wake up excited. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you got to put something in then, right? You got to yeah. like put something in to go somewhere else. So I've been working on this. Yeah. And I fell in love with doing this because okay. like I was saying, it's just a chance. Like even if it's someone I talk to every day, like Mark did an episode, I literally talk to Mark every day. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. We get to sit down and talk. I get to see Davron yeah. once a week, you know? Yeah. I get to see I get to see people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is like yeah. my social interaction. Yeah. But it's also 
it's intentional. Yeah. Right? And that's, again, I think we lose a lot of intentionality in life at some point. We're just doing things versus going, yeah. I'm sitting across from this person because I really want to. Yeah. I want to have this conversation. I want to say these things. Like, that's what we need more of in life. And, and again, whether it's, it could be you doing stand-up, it could be us talking like this, it could be playing music or whatever, but like be in that moment, you know, and do that to the best of your ability. And you can't go wrong. Right? Yeah. You really can't. Well, I was always told, I think, in a place that we both frequent, that laughter <laughs> is the best way to stay in the moment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I always agreed with that. So I agree. I, was, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole journey, as we were talking about the eight years, like the cast mm -hmm. of characters I met. Mm -hmm. And that's what got me thinking, like, when I started the podcast. I'm like, yeah. the people I've met <laughs> in the past eight years, like, yeah. whether they're affiliated with any form of anything yeah, yeah. or yeah. not, yeah, like, yeah. you know? Because I have normal everyday people on here, too. And people are. And it's great I get to connect these worlds together for people. And yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, you might like this or you might like this. And yeah. I have no rhyme or reason why people like certain hmm. episodes of this and yeah, yeah. other episodes people are just like, ah, oh, I mean, it was good. But yeah, but the miss, the, the like bringing things together, that's where something new is being created, right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, I, I think that's wonderful. And I think, again, like the world we come from, it's also like, it's actually a bunch of people thrust together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Who for no other reason may not have ever met. Yeah. You know, so then if you're in that type of situation for any of us, when you're in a spot that like, it, you may not have totally chosen to be there in a way yeah. and the people you're with, you, you have to figure out things very differently, right? Yeah. And so you are like navigating folks that like, you literally don't get, you know? And that's yeah. anthropology again. It's like, what are the rules someone's living by? How do we communicate? Whether it's like through language, music, what we wear, uh, what we eat, any of those things. So when everyone isn't operating from the same set, it's confusing and it's yeah. also hilarious, you know? Yeah. And I learned very quickly with that because when I first got sober, I met the man that helped save my life and mm -hmm. he's no longer with us. He mm -hmm. passed away in the beginning yeah, of the yeah. pandemic. And Rest I got in to, power, man. Yeah, and I got to see him before he passed away, which was great. And uh, what a wacky dude and what a non-perfect dude. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that taught me everything I needed to know because mm -hmm. he never claimed to be like some perfect guy. And, yep. Uh, yep. and I always break it down, like especially with people who are trying to get sober because mm -hmm. like, you know, you show up to these places and you need to get sober and that's great. Mm -hmm. And everyone has a different way of doing it. Yeah. And I think people think of me as a miracle when I do it. Mm -hmm. not, not that nobody, not that I'm a special case, but people are like, you learned from just craziness and chaos. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but you know what he also did? He never told me I was doing anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. Once yeah. you come in, you get sober and you have all these fear and anxieties yeah, yeah. of where I should be in life and it should be like this. Mm -mm. Like mm -mm. my life has, I, t I make jokes about this all the time. Like people always talk about peaks and valleys and sobriety yeah, yeah. and my life has pretty much been a plateau. Like I got sober and I still do the same shit. And it's mm -hmm. just like, there have been good days and bad days, but it's just like, I'm like, overall, it's just a plateau. It's pretty yeah, consistent yeah. every day, Yeah, which yeah. is a good thing. I think at the end of the day, I mean, a lot of ways that's the goal, like yeah. eliminate some of those peaks and valleys. You yeah. Know? So. That's so it. I got a pretty, I got a pretty <coughs> balanced. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not really complaining about it either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm fortunate. Yeah, to I say mean, the as least. long as we're still on the journey, man. I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. So exactly. I, I, and it, 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 we we talk about a lot too. Of just if I had like declared where I want to be, I, I, it would have been a, a series of mistakes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, what do I know? You know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, where I want to be today? Like, 
you know, we, we got to just like get centered and like do what we're doing and do it again to the best of our ability. And life will take us where we're supposed to be. Yeah. So each of us, we're, we're exactly where we're supposed to yeah. be. We're in this moment, man. Especially having plans because goals and situations change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you adjust just like, I mean, again, we're doing it right now. Like yeah. this was, this would not have been the plan two years ago, right? Like no. sitting in front of camera doing a podcast, but you adjusted to it. And the fact in my mind that you adjusted to it is a win. Oh yeah. Right? Like that's a big thing. I that, look at it as a win. I got yeah. nothing but positive feedback from it. Yeah. Like yeah. people actually reach out. I had a buddy of mine, Matt, he's a rapper in the area and he mm-hmm. was like he listened to me and my buddy Corey on here and Corey's like a wild mm-hmm. he's a wild boy. And uh <laughs> he was like, It's good to hear two old friends talk, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And like I don't know Corey the amount of time that dude knows Corey, but I know him, you know, and mm-hmm. just great when it gets and that meant a lot to me because he just hit me up out of nowhere and he's like hey man it's great to yeah see you doing this yeah so i've been getting mostly positive feedback i'm sure there's negative feedback but no one tells me that so things that's for them you know things have progressed no one's being mean to my face anymore you know what i mean <laughs> which is a good that's thing, that's man. definitely a step forward in life sometimes you know yeah but i get to i don't know every week it's a growing experience mm-hmm. you know i learn mm-hmm. a little bit more i get to have people on yeah yeah. Like it's only gotten better since day one. Like most things in life, it just progresses in a better yeah. way. And yeah, no, if we're good. present, we can keep changing. You know, what I mean, that's the thing. Again, it's like interviewing or whatever. It's I don't know. I was just talking with some folks again for work that like there's a whole bunch of interviews folks have to do, and and they're terrified about how to do some of it. And again, I was sort of like, think about wh- what are you trying to really accomplish? What are you trying to really learn? It's not 50 questions. You're probably trying to figure out three or four things, you know, yeah. and uh, and then be present, be with the person. Like, don't get so stuck on the thing that if they're over here that you're like, no, no, we're over here. Like, right. go with them, go on the journey. Yeah. And uh, but we figure that out from trying it and doing it. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. Which is easier said than done. Oh, yeah. Because I can be yeah. difficult. I can be stuck in my ways. And I'm like. <laughs> I love to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Like the pandemic has shown that in me. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is my goal right here to do mm-hmm. nothing all day. Hey. Which I'm good with. Yeah. 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 Embrace it for now. And now the good weather's coming. So I'm even better with doing know, nothing. It's been beautiful out. Maybe yeah. put on some West Kensington's and vibe <laughs> out a little bit, which I do do in the summer sometimes. That's good. Yeah. See, that? that's what we were, we're making that type yeah. of music right now, man. You know, everything doesn't have to be pure rage. You know, yeah. that's, that's, I got to mix it up in my life. And that's, mm-hmm. that's my progression. You know, like music is basically that journey, you know, from, like a space of just, again, late 80s, early 90s, hardcore, you know, especially the straight edge scene and stuff like that. That was that was some heavy stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, that was all good then, but I'm not there anymore, you know? Yeah. And again, I still like to mix it up with some of that stuff, but, you know, I got other yeah. things to say now. Yeah, you got to keep a wide variety. <laughs> yeah. Variety is the spice of life, they mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the West Kensington's great band, first off. Uh, <laughs> I was fascinated when I saw you guys live because it was at your house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which I'm not going to give away where you live. <laughs> like, I'm not going to give the two streets because I know a couple experts of the area of Kensington who are just like, I know exactly where that is. Like, show was, up. They'll know the house and everything. Yeah, man. well, I was telling Mark, uh, I gave him the intersection when we were on our way here. And yeah. I was like, I was like, is that shit not insane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you got yourself to a point in life where you're pretty semi-successful, I would say, mm-hmm. correct? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you choose to live in the heartland of just negative in Philadelphia. It's where the work is, man. Yeah. You know, that, that's like what, if it makes sense, like, I, I did a lot of damage out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got to get back. And uh, it would be different. I'll, I'll be straight up. Like, it would be different in Cleveland if it was my stomping grounds. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. These are my yeah, stomping grounds. Yeah, it's just another two streets. It's, yeah. I mean, it's chaos, but it's like, it's in a <laughs> weird me, way. It, like, I don't have that connection yeah. to it in the same way. Um, but it's, oh, it's it's the beast, yeah. man. I am in the beast. I work in the beast. I work two blocks away, you yeah. know? So it's like, oh, that's I'm in commute. the beast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wake up looking at the building I work in, you uh-huh. know? So it's, it's I'm all there. I'm, I'm like really there. But but that's also what that type of work needs is someone who's like that present, you oh, know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the band and everything was like, you know, love to, love to the community and, uh, you know, just doing things there, you know, yeah. and, and I want to, because I'm also old school too for music where it's like your environment will tell you, like it, it helps make that music, you know, like oh, yeah. you go to this place and you're going to make music like this. I, I want to respond to that space, yeah. you know, and even though it is reggae music and soul music and stuff like that, uh, to me, you know, it's, it is speaking to some of what's going on there. Yeah. And I found it just like a beautiful experience because I went there and it's like pretty much like a barbecue party. Oh yeah. And, uh, there's good energy, right? Yeah, like it's great mean, energy, especially in the neighborhood. And yeah. you know, yet again, not to give it away, but <laughs> terrible neighborhood, you know what I mean? And it just to have that many people there and nothing bad happens. No, no, yeah. no, no. It's all love. That's what I'm saying though, is it's like, also, you know, that community, it, it gets a bad rap too. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good folks. My, I live there. I'm a good person, you know? Oh, yeah, so like absolutely. there's other people, good folks. We're doing our thing. There's a long history of how that community became that community, you know, yeah. and, and uh, folks deserve the best. And that's, again, that's for me, that's what I'm fighting for every day there. Yeah. You know? But uh, I was even more fascinated because I got to see the studio, which it's, just, yeah. it's like a beautiful house. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you would just. Like if I told people where you lived that know the area, people would be like, there's not a beautiful house there. Like, yeah, it's a beautiful house. And it's self-irrigating, which I really don't know what that means. But mm-hmm. did you do that yourself? I Ex- got, explain to me what self-irrigation is. I, I, I no got idea. a little bit of everything, man. Like I'm, again, I'm a tinkerer. Like I'm a like, I just want to, I want to figure things out. Yeah. Like whatever it is. And um, so, yeah, I got like studio there and stuff like that. But I'd say 10 years ago or so like i have so a garden on top of a garage and then i was it was like a question to me where i was like how much food can you grow in yeah. like like a tight spot you know like in kensington and um and i just started like looking around at different stuff and then i had never really heard of i didn't know what aquaponics were but i like figured out what aquaponics were which is basically just like a closed water system where with fish that are fertilizing the plants you know okay and um and i just started building stuff man like random like will this work believe me a lot of it didn't work but then i found out like i could make i could do probably close to 100 pounds of fish a year i could grow in a 400 gallon like ibc tank and hundreds and hundreds of like units of like lettuce and basil and it's just all on the side of the house and on the roof and whatever and it's you know it's just like another little like hobby weird thing to do in life hey why not do it you know why not get into it (laughs) see i don't have that curiosity of figuring out things you know and that's just well right now though i mean you you had to figure this out to do it yeah a little bit yeah (laughs) listen i rely a lot on other people i'm a very like service value guy like there's no curiosity in me okay like uh if you say, hey, you want to go do this? I'll be like, it's either yes or no. There's no like asking questions. I'm like, well, what time do we yeah, got yeah. it? You know? You're not there's, trying to figure it out. It's yeah, like there's not plenty of that. Out. Yeah. Okay. I try to just go with the flow in that yeah, yeah, yeah. regard. But 
Like I have a buddy who's just very needs to know every detail. Yeah, yeah. Like he did it about getting a haircut because he was like, "What barber do you go to?" This was a couple of years ago. I was like, "I go here." Mm-hmm. He said, "Do they take?" cards and i was like i don't know dude why don't you just go there and get a haircut you know <laughs> you're like it's a haircut man yeah like, you'll go. figure it out he had 21 questions about getting a haircut yeah I, I, I don't want to go that far with life you know but i yeah. you know but if i don't know how something works i do want to figure it out yeah causes and conditions i believe it's called right there you go there you, there go. you go that's absolutely it yeah that's but stuff like do you not eat meat then i just oh, no, no, I, oh, okay. oh yeah i'm I, dude i'm i eat everything I eat yeah. abs- i'm all about the swine everything so nothing uh, I don't hesitate on that, but that's part of again part of what I was trying to figure out because I I was like I can grow a bunch of vegetables, but I want some protein. Yeah. So I got some chickens, and I was like I I got eggs from the chickens, but I was like I like to eat meat, yeah. so at least I can grow fish. You I know. So that's you, why man. I started growing the fish out you there. You haven't butchered too. a chicken yet, or we've had some ins and ups and downs with the chickens. Oh, you know. Right. So it's hard. It's hard keeping chickens in the city. <laughs> I believe that. You I don't know think I'm I mean? supposed to be, but you know, yeah, well, where no. I live, I'm, I think there's there's other issues that folks are. Yeah, are I don't think anyone's with. gonna be shocked by a chicken. <laughs> In fact, that would probably be like semi-normal if someone saw where you live, like mm-hmm. a chicken walking down and mm-hmm. be like, "Yep, that seems like a Tuesday around here." <laughs> Just the insanity of it all. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. no, all that stuff's fun. I because that was probably it was probably about five six years ago. Yeah, maybe. something like that. I'm just trying to think when that would have because we did it. We haven't done it in like two or well, pandemic. Yeah, man, I don't know yeah, when anything is. It like, messes everything up. Yeah, it's like so. It's probably three, four years ago, I guess. Because me and Davron were talking before this. We shot my hour special mm-hmm. on my anniversary two. Oh wow, two years ago. Yeah, it's six years when I did it. Wow. wow. So it seems like a whole year was lost, and it's like yeah. so. I gotta like think about it. So good. So I've been doing stand up for two years. Wow. which was wow. right when we shot like it's right when i started doing stand-up and my buddy steve over at marston house was like you want to yeah, yeah. try and film this and i was like i guess dude like i never <laughs> even tried to do an hour and people were like uh that's pretty hard to do yeah yeah like the other comedians in the area they were like i don't know why you're doing this to yourself <laughs> and i was like well we're gonna do it and it's either gonna go good or bad or either way it's yeah. it's gonna go exactly get, whether get i wanted to in, or not man. yeah just just go for it yeah i went for it yeah. i'm pretty happy with the results of it you are know? you gonna do another one or are you like you, you <laughs> my got buddy, the material or? my but i have uh like not stuff that i really worked out but i have like a new 40 minutes of stuff okay there's a contest in philly every year called philly's funniest which they're doing it's like at they do it at helium oh they do it at helium okay yeah, all right so is that and that's going to happen this year or yeah they're going to do it this year i was never crazy of the idea of like the contest plus yeah. the name throws me off because mm-hmm. it's called philly's funniest so i was yeah. like well i mean kevin hart and bob saget are from here I was about to say, they, they, they not that i'm like objective yeah. will smith's pretty funny i'm not saying bob saget's the funniest dude but yeah, I'm like, yeah. they're very successful guys you know what i mean that is true bob saget never has to work a day in his life if he doesn't want to nope 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 not for a long time yeah. nor Kevin Hart or Will Smith. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. are just like three guys off the top of my head. I'm like, well, I think they would have something to say if yeah. I won this award. No, you tell them to come down and come down to helium and, yeah. and knock you off the throne, man. Exactly. Yeah. I'll get them out of retirement. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm curious about doing it. I don't mm-hmm. know how any of it works. Yeah. I think I like went to put in my dates that I'm available to do it. Okay. So I think you got to pay a fucking... I think it's all just the money grab. They're just like, pay this. Everything's a money grab. Which is you fine. Know? It's Helium's just, it's gonna... just you decide whether or not it works to your advantage at some point or not. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I think like the first couple of rounds go based off how many people you bring out, which I don't have a problem doing that. Like yeah, yeah. I'll get people to come out. I'm not yeah, yeah. worried about that. But 
Yeah. When, just, when, when is this going to be? This is. In, I think it's the end of May till the beginning of July. Oh, it's like a lot. The first takes, round. The first round takes yeah, like six weeks? there's that many comedians in Philadelphia. Wow. I think there's five on each night. I went, my buddy did it like two years ago, and I went for his night. How, how long is the set? Five minutes. Five minutes. Does it, does, as the rounds go on, do you get more time? I or think they it, stay five They stay like five. It, do you find that harder than a long set to, like sometimes it's harder for me writing or even music to like say what I got to say in five, shorter than longer. You know? Well, I think it's like a lot of, uh, so the five minutes is great. I don't really have a problem. I would say it's probably harder than doing like a whole hour. Okay. If you asked me, I, mean, I might be different. I'm used to talking because like I listened. So I listened to all these podcasts. And I remember Rogan was talking about it. He's like people in recovery. Mm -hmm. Like no one's good their first year of stand up. And he said, not that I'm saying like I'm amazing. No, no, no. But he was like people in recovery usually pick up on it quick and are usually pretty decent in their first year. Yeah, yeah. You've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. So I don't even, I like to consider it. I like maybe I guess I started eight years ago doing stand up yeah, yeah. then when I got sober because yeah. it was just. Yeah. Like for me, that's more convenient of an open mic mm -hmm. is to put my hand up and talk for five minutes, yeah, yeah. whether it's something serious or not. Usually yeah. I try to be lighthearted about it and yeah. get people yet again, laughter here in the moment. You're not mm -hmm. thinking about that sad life that it's just yeah, or yeah. the struggles of it. No, no. Um, but I always thought the long form, because especially like with my stuff, I talk a lot about recovery mm -hmm. and all that. So mm -hmm. that's like a lot of backstory and yeah, explaining. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bunch of one. It's not some yeah. Henny Youngman stuff, like a yeah. bunch of one liners or yeah. something. It's you not gotta, stuff gotta that's go like there. easy to do in five minutes because it's like I'm sober. And people usually clap for that every time, which, yeah. you know, I've learned to make jokes out of that. So I count on the clapping because right. <laughs> people are like, I'm so happy for you. I'm like, you don't even know me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I was a better person out there, which is not true, but... <laughs> No, nah, yeah, I think I think longer format is better. That's just yeah. for me. Yeah. The five minutes is great. But, like, I get confused, so I don't know how this contest works. Like, I know people that have done it, but it's just, like, I don't know if you do the same five oh, minutes. each time. Yeah, oh, which yeah, I wouldn't I do you. anyways. Yeah. Like, even in preparation for shooting that special, I did, I did open mics every night. Yeah. And AA kind of fell on the back burner for me, but it was just like I was grinding out doing that every night. Yeah, yeah. Like the same way I chased AA, I chased yeah. stand-up comedy. Yeah. I chased my sobriety the same way. And uh, mm -hmm. so like I did that like every night and I would just try different little parts of stuff that I knew would work. Yeah. And it would be quicker and not. And I mean, doing it long form, like I never tried it until yeah. we filmed it that night. Yeah, yeah, So it was, it was an interesting experience. I will say that. Okay. But, but you, I, you were you leading up to it? Were you? I'm assuming you were videoing yourself a lot yeah. when you would do. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, every time I do, even which it's hard to tell a reaction of something works because when you're doing these open mics, which I'm sure you know from doing music, yeah, it's just yeah. like everyone that's at that open mic is there for to do comedy. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. There's rarely people who are just like I stumbled in. Right. Most of the time, it's in bars. <laughs> Sometimes you get like a little crowd. Yeah. But yeah. like, and there's just like a different energy, even when I watch like the comedians in the area, because mm -hmm. like I see, I see these people bomb every night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's not lack of them being funny. It's just the fact that it's the same group of people. We hear the same You've stuff all the, the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I think it's great perspective change when yeah. you see the same person do the same five minutes you see and it's like a silent room yeah but it's filled with a room who, who, of people who want to be at a comedy show yeah, yeah, yeah. and all yeah. the stuff kills yeah yeah so do it's pretty you, interesting do you when you uh do record yourself and stuff do you actually watch it 
or do yeah, you, I watch do it. You, I'll put it on on the ride home. I don't know if I watch it that much. I listen to it because yeah, I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. but, but you, I'll listen you to do it. Actually, yeah, okay. And I'm big on getting clips and doing it through social media nowadays because I feel like that's the way to do everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. so. That's just something I struggle with. Sometimes I don't want to. I don't want to hear myself again. I don't want to. You know, it's oh, like yeah. it's happened once, and I'm just like I just want to walk away and yeah. go somewhere else. So. And I hate the sound of my own voice. So yeah. it's just watching it to struggle. Even this, like I watch most of it. Yeah. Because I pick out clips yet again for Instagram, so I get yeah. a clip for it. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Different social media platforms are different. Like Facebook, I can just put the link up, and I'm like, hey, right. if you want to click it, that's great. <laughs> But Instagram, I need to have something to go with it, whether it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I try to figure that stuff. Like, stuff like that fascinates me. I know people who are real good with Instagram who are just like, hey, this is how you got to do it. And it's just so much work. And I'm just like, wow. Yep, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. And I can barely. I'd rather organic growth than Mm -hmm. me working at it, which probably isn't good (laughs) for where I want to be with this. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just try to focus on that. I just try to observe life and get humor about it. And I'm in a fortunate situation where everyone I meet is like just a complete lunatic because mm-hmm. I'm in these rooms every day. And I'm just like, wow, mm-hmm. this is great. Dude, lots of characters, man. Yeah. And lots I like of getting, stories to tell. And know? I like getting upset over things that go on in the world. Just, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. politically, I don't stand one way. I'm very like in the middle and I'm just like, oh, I can't. Mm hmm get into all this it's just like too much mm-hmm. and i try to find the humor in all that yeah yeah there's well there's a hell of a lot of material that's come out yeah. the past couple of years so. well my biggest fascinating thing is uh demi lovato lately which i have been seeing that she's in the news i don't yeah. totally follow so what she's notoriously like sober not sober and i think she's her recent thing is she's california sober which is a term i've heard was that for smoking weed or something yeah like smoking weed Oh, okay. which I have a couple friends who were sober a couple of years and now they just smoke weed and I'm happy for them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't have any like yeah. works for you. Works for you. Yeah, I wish it worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but the whole California sober thing just makes me laugh. Yeah. Is I'm she like, like in and out though? Like of like doing well and not doing well? Or I think like she's doing what? well now. She just smokes weed. But like, okay. I, like people throw around California sober now. And I was like joking yeah. with my buddy Miles. I was like. I was like, I wonder what Philadelphia sober is. Is that like a like ten Suboxone a day, one Xanax, and you get a job in the union, and you're uh, like, that's, I was about to say some Suboxone and like some steroids or something yeah, like that. Suboxone right? steroids, and, and I got a union job, and everyone's like, this kid's doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where yeah. it's at right now. But no, stuff fascinates me like that, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I feel like that's like a. I view most things in black and white, but I view like all of sobriety like to be like a very gray matter you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i'm just mm-hmm. like i'm like i don't know it's too much on yeah, undiscovered yeah. stuff it's a lot of undiscovered and it's also just like it's it's other people's lives yeah. you know like i know my life you know yeah. like you know yours i know what i need you know what you need we either yeah. doing it or not you know that's yeah. what it comes down to. and i try to stay open-minded like mm-hmm. i said like a lot of my friends just like they smoke weed now and it's just i don't treat them any different mm-hmm. than when i met them i'm like mm-hmm. what am i you know mm-hmm Mm-hmm. If it works out great for them, that's great. If it doesn't, I'm here for them. More power to them. That's and, I, them. and I get it, man. There's like so many avenues now, mm-hmm. like of of that gray area. Yeah, like yeah. CBD is a big thing. I tried mm-hmm. it a couple times, yeah. and like a, it's like you know, dun, dun. yeah, it helped with my anxiety. I had one yeah. bad reaction to it, and that like caused that me into to, a yeah. full panic attack. And I was like, I was like, did I just? I think this was like two years ago, and I was like, did I just throw away six years? And like, I had to talk myself <laughs> off the yeah. ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I talk to some people, and people are like, "Dude, you're fine. Yeah, Calm yeah. down." Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it's, it's all it's, live it's, and learn. 
it's a journey. That's what everything's yeah. a journey. If we're not on a journey, we're just stuck in the same place. You yeah. Know? So, whatever that is, whether again, whether it's music, whether it's stand up, whether it's someone's sobriety or whatever, like folks got to figure that thing out. Yeah. Know? And that, that's life in a nutshell, I mm -hmm. think, man. Yeah. yeah. I and can't determine fun. it for someone else. Yeah. You know, that's and we can. Most of the we can, time, it's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it should be. I mean, that's yeah. the point. Like you're saying, we got to laugh. We got to enjoy ourselves a little bit, and. uh or else what's the point i'm not really sure what the point is if we're not feeling fulfilled and if if we're not you know also helping other people a little bit you know yeah. so and it's great to pick and choose from different things like i mm -hmm. noticed you got the pma on your oh, finger yeah. i'm all about the pma man like I'm a that's big what i'm PMA saying guy too, you know what i mean but i need the reminder i mean that's the yeah. reality like I, I actually i need the reminder because i'll get caught up in all sorts of stuff you know but again that's some of what that's some of I'm gonna keep going back to the bad brains, man. The bad yeah. brains were like the fastest, most furious thing with the greatest message. Yeah. You know, like and, and that wasn't what was connecting back then even. You know, it was if you're doing something that heavy and that intense, it was just pure sort of rage and anger, you yeah. know, versus saying like, you gotta have a positive mental attitude about this thing. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? So I gotta remind myself though, because I can get the world, right? The world will drag us in. Yeah. And I try to remind myself too. And mm -hmm. it's always a good reminder to just be like, you know, positivity goes along. It does. And I like to portray that I'm negative a lot, but I am probably more optimistic than most people. Mm -hmm. And I just, yeah. but yeah. I like to feed into the thought of being negative. I know that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, no. It just I'm sounds not, more comfortable to see the negativity, but it's just like at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm more positive about everything yeah, yeah. going on, whether it works out or it doesn't work out, you know? Yeah. I, I sometimes I think folks want us to almost be ashamed, you know, yeah. to like have positive thoughts about things or or think that things can work out, you know. And yeah. I guess again, for me, I know a lot of things didn't work out for a long time. So like, yeah. I, every day feels pretty good, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, I just have to remind myself of that. So, you know, I do my best. I do my best with that. I yeah. feel like it will. I feel like most things just work out exactly for the better too, mm -hmm. how they're supposed to, you know, yeah, yeah. whether it's shitty or not. It's just yeah it is the man. great unknown it is <laughs> it's a lot of unknown but i can't be scared of that right like yeah. whatever we do we still got to get up and like go forward and again take the risks you know and that's i can have a thought i can write something like i said i can i can write a paper i can i can write a song you know or i can like sit there and like fear like the act of like doing you know and I don't want that, man. I don't want that. I want to. I want to engage. I want to like be a part of this thing. I could. Yeah. I could have been like, I don't want to come up here and talk and be on some podcast or whatever. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Why not? It's an experience, man. Yeah. You know. Most, so like, have most, the experience. Yeah. You know? That's honest. Most people have a different idea when they come on here because they're like, it's an interview, which I never say it's an interview. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, I just want to talk to somebody for an yeah, hour. You know. Yeah. If it turns into an interview, sometimes I have questions. Like I had questions with uh. The guy Matt that was on last week because he was on that show, The Voice. So I was just okay. fascinated by that, <laughs> like how that worked and everything. Yeah, how that yeah. works. Uh, Chuck, I kind of had questions about because mm -hmm. I was just like, "You're, you know, he's the guy. What haven't you done? Dude? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, believe me, if I'm sitting across from him, I got, I got, I got a list of questions I'm trying to understand. Yeah. You know? Which a lot of stuff I didn't even get into. And mm -hmm. We were talking about Underdog earlier, and this is how unschooled on hardcore I am. Like I remember I saw Underdog, like because I, I think I went with like a bunch of people. Yeah, and they're like Underdogs playing tonight, which I'm like, you're speaking Greek to me, man. That means. <laughs> 
No, they were they were great, yeah, and they were and they were getting on stage, and like it was the first time Chuck played with them in forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember Chuck just walked on stage, and I was like, "Oh, Chuck's in this band." <laughs> and they're like, "How do you know Chuck, but you don't know this band?" I'm like, "I don't know, dude." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but yet again, that was one of the like I never even got to talk to Chuck about doing Bad Brains because he did that for a while too. Yep. yep yeah. 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 No. That I mean, that's what I'm saying. That whole era. He was moving around with that, and uh, after I played with Integrity, I was playing this other band with uh, the drummer was uh, Mackie James from the Chromags. Yes, and so we were like doing this other thing with some guys from like Funkadelic and Parliament and stuff yeah. like. It was a very bizarre like Cleveland meets New York hardcore, or whatever. But it was like they were sort of swapping around some of those chairs with bad brains while bad brains was trying to like reset itself yeah. you know it's like chuck was doing his thing and uh uh yeah I, it, chuck mosley was singing for a second and like i mean it's just like a lot of like random little things with the bad brains as they tried to figure it out after their sort of glory moments yeah. you know so yeah. you were in a band with mackie just for like I, we made one record like a it, cup it of the, tea yeah it was like the first real record i ever made in new york in again i I'm bad with you, like 1992 or something like ish. that. <laughs> so, yeah, it was very ish. I think it was right around there. And uh, like I said, it was funny. It was like all those cats. So like the kids in Integrity. And then there was another band called uh, Outface, which, you know, in, in Outface was the bass player then became the bass player for Filter. The guitarist is like the guitarist for like judge okay. he was in civ like he was he played with all those bands gorilla biscuits yeah. that's charlie gariga and the singer became the lead singer for sepultura oh okay so everyone like was like doing their thing in those bands and then everyone like went and did all their things yeah. and right that's that's right when i went and started uh made a record in new york it was crazy it yeah, was like that? i got on a greyhound bus like literally with like my guitar and like the bass player and we took a greyhound bus to to new york city and and stayed in brooklyn and made a record yeah. and that was awesome you know and that is mackie awesome. james was like the friggin drummer for it and one of the best drummers i've seen live the man yeah. i mean i mean he was he was a legend to me you know because of what yeah. they were doing age of coral and, and you know the chromag stuff and then and then they'd arrange that this would be the drummer and so we worked with him for a while and i remember he got he got he got arrested the first first day of the uh uh session uh because he jumped the turnstile yeah <laughs> and he was just like such a new york kid like he's like yeah. i ain't paying no you know yeah. thing and totally the whole first day was like cashed out man right. you know but it, that was a cool thing too because even with hip-hop i don't know how much a hip-hop head you are but like it was like the I studio that way more than you you yeah so we lately. were like in the studio in this place called greenpoint studio so we were sort of dayish in the night early night and then at night um was like uh the kids from like leaders of new school um jungle brothers yeah. like that's who was coming by at night so we were like flipping the studio and it was a crazy it was just like that was what this guy was doing though to the producer he was very into like the energy of like things that didn't fit yeah. coming together and that's how even this band happened was he was like i'm gonna take these two kids from cleveland and then right. i'm gonna add mackie right. james yeah, why not? and i'm gonna add like the singer from parliament and yeah. the guitarist from funkadelic and yeah. see what happens you know 
So, you know, that was that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds crazy, dude. <laughs> I like little mishmashes like that. Hey, and, uh, yeah. Weird stuff yeah. happens. And it must be a crazy experience because at the time you're younger and you're just like, hey, I'm making a record with Mackie, which is like a big deal. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. For me, it was everything. Yeah. I mean, for real. It really was. But like, lately I've been in crap. a phase of like, I, I rarely like to meet like any of my heroes in life because I'm just like, I don't, you know. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's do so it, man. Bad. It's going to be disappointing. You know, like at, somebody just like, you know, stay afar. Like, like and, me and a couple of buddies had an ongoing joke like for the past year. Newfound Glory is like my favorite band of all time. Okay. And I ordered a bunch of merch in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh -huh. And it just like never shipped. It took a year for me to get it. Okay. And by the time they sent it, they're like, we don't have five of these things. Like, I ordered a bunch of stuff. <laughs> they're like, we don't have five of these things, but we'll send you these three that you did order. And I was like, okay. But I would tag them every day on Instagram, and they would see it. Mm -hmm. And I just got my bottom knuckles tattooed. It's one of their songs. Oh, wow. Okay. And they saw that, and they didn't. No love. No love? No love. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm like, I ruined my life. This is my hands that are tattooed. Yeah, now. yeah. No, no. They yeah. couldn't give me a little what's up. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like... Like some of my favorite bands again, it's like Bad Brains, Fishbone, like there's you know Slayer, yeah, uh, you know, and then we can go down a whole other road with hip hop of everyone I love there. But like uh, most of them, I would never want to meet, yeah, you know, just because I don't yeah. want to like it's that it, it is so precious to me, you know, yeah. and uh, all that. Well, even, Bad Brains doesn't seem like a stretch. HR is probably walking down the street right now. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, but he's also not well. You know, yeah. and I don't want to, I don't want to like, I, I don't want him that way. You know, like yeah. he's so special to me, you know, yeah. but it's, but I've also had like weird, like I, I had this thing in, um, again, I'm not great. It's probably 1989, let's say. Yeah. I was, my parents were living in Southern Africa, like so in a country called Botswana. And I was going to fly over to stay with them for like six months or something. So my brother was living in North Carolina and we met in New York. We both flew to New York, I from, me from Cleveland, him from where, and, uh, and then we were gonna fly from there uh, to South Africa and then over, or to England, to England, to South Africa, and then to Botswana. So we get to the airport and um, there's just like, you know some like grimy dudes and i yeah. and i was like i knew enough i've been in bands enough like right. this is the road crew of somebody yeah. you know what i'm saying so i was like i wonder who this road crew is so we get on the plane and this is again back in the day where it was like it would have been you know what four seats in the middle three on each side because it's an international flight yeah. but also the back of the plane is smoking oh, right okay. so there was like everyone up front and then we get to the back and the only people in the back is me and my brother and these grimy dudes and it's motorhead oh no kidding and it was like again as a kid it was like you know ace of spades and all that stuff yeah. that was the transition too like between like all this other stuff like hardcore kids and metal kids could listen to to motorhead and um and i uh, they were like and it was like a movie it really was like yeah. a movie they were like the, the drummer was like had a bottle of jack yeah, daniels they were living and, and their life he was like <laughs> chasing the stewardesses and whatever until he just like sort of passed out and uh but lemmy the you know, lemmy killmeister was like just chill yeah. and i finally like got my nerve up you know and i went over and i was like mr killmeister you know can i get your autograph 
and he was like the sweetest guy in the world. He and but I, he also terrified me because he like went and woke up the rest of the band to make them sign uh, pictures, and he mm. made this this other guy, uh, the the manager, get these pictures. But he was like super sweet. And then when we were getting off, he was like. Uh, he was like, you know, where are you going to be, kid? And yeah. uh, telling me where record stores were. And it was like a movie that there were all these kids with like a like a, a sheet with Motorhead on yeah. it and stuff yeah. waiting for them. So that was like. That I, one went your way. Yeah, that one went my way. I've had other ones where I'm like, that yeah. dude's a jerk. You yeah. know, like, but that one went my way. And I was sort of like, I don't know if I ever want to try my luck too right. much more. Well, I think a lot of people in that position lose touch with the fact that like without people like us they don't have a career at all exactly. you know what i mean exactly. that's what my one buddy told me one time and he was like he's like they really shouldn't be your heroes if you think about it you pay their bills and i was like that's true they should be saying thank you every time they see us so, you yeah. know so i've seen a couple of comedians i like a lot and i got to meet them and i just like talked to them yeah 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 which i've learned just by doing like more and more stuff in life like i i'm meeting a lot of people and it's mm -hmm. just like it doesn't really phase me as much yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, and there's people, different levels right? of fame. It's not like I'm meeting Brad Pitt, and I'm yeah, just yeah. like, holy, that might, I'd be like, oh, well, you're Brad Pitt. That's fucking <laughs> insane. But uh, yeah, I just tend to, it's just people. Mm -hmm. They do a job just like us, but mm -hmm. I'd rather not, you know, if our paths cross, that's great, but I'm, I'm cool great. if it never happens. And for some folks, too, you're looking for, like, I think of, you know, when I'd be out on the road or something like that, and people are, treating you standoffish right like so there there's a level that they're like you're the band coming into town so like yeah. they're standoffish uh when you actually want to have a normal interaction with somebody that isn't in your band so yeah. like you actually would love to talk yeah. to somebody Other than and the no guy one wants to talk to you van. yeah they're like sort of looking at you going oh my god it's yeah. the band it's or they like your record and that's how they talk to you and you're like man i just want to talk about the game or what was on tv or exactly. what you know whatever it is uh and uh it's sort of a weird thing and i've realized that with a couple other people that i've interacted with that i'm like yeah. oh they just they were sick of their band that day yeah. <laughs> they were looking to someone to just talk to and yeah. some some interactions can be grudges held down by oh, family yeah. from family yeah 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 because i'm not a fan of mike schmidt who's yeah. <laughs> Very famous Phillies baseball player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. my dad met him one time. My dad used to work. My dad's a retired detective. So okay. he used to work security details on like golf tournaments. Oh, okay. And my dad got to meet Mike Schmidt. And he, and he said, oh, Mr. Schmidt, nice to meet you. And he looked at my dad and said, who the fuck are you? Wow. So now every time he announces a Phillies game, I'm like, fuck this asshole. Not, not feeling the Mike Schmidt. Yeah. But okay. I met, this was a good one. I did have one good one. I met the band War. Okay. Why can't we be friends, those yeah. guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They came into Applebee's because we're right next to the casino. They were playing uh, okay. the casino. Yeah, yeah, And they were like, uh, they were just in there having drinks and having lunch chilling. at the bar. Yeah. And they, they were talking. They were like, yeah, we're working next door. I'm like, oh, what do you do? They're like, oh, we're in a band. I'm like, what band? And they were like, War. You were like. And they kept really pressing uh low rider i was like the why can't we be friends guys yeah and they were like yeah and we did low rider too and i'm like all right man i said good to know all right they were very nice guys i think the bass player just died this week did he? More. yeah yeah it's like in the past few days i just oh. i think it was the bass i don't want to start any rumors but yeah, i think it was a, the bass player. they invited me to come see them but i was you like should. i'm not you know you i really gone, you? Yeah. come on man like <laughs> Even if you only know two songs, you know I they're gonna be rocking. Yeah, it, man. I only do know the two songs. That's, that's enough. I didn't even know they sang Low Rider until they told me. That's enough. 
Did he? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Is that one of your base idols, dude? No, I Googled it just to double check. Thanks for the fact. I appreciate you not letting me spread rumors and stuff. So be angry at me. I appreciate it. There's been plenty of rumors spread on this podcast. I speak with such certainty that of things that aren't true at all. Hey, you know, that's how you got to do it, man. Yeah. Just put it out there. Yeah. And sometimes you get this glimmer of lights when people are like into the same stuff. Because mm-hmm. to go back to you working with Mackie, I remember mm-hmm. I was doing comedy one night at Open Mic and some kid was talking about the Cro-Mags. Okay. And I was like, oh, I just saw them in Trenton yeah. like, literally this last weekend. Yeah. And he was like, all right, cool, man. And he just walked away. <laughs> and I was like, no one on this boat knows what the fuck you're talking about. Just yeah. so you know, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always think hardcore is like a weird thing. <laughs> like it's not mainstream enough. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. It's very popular, but it's like, yeah. yeah. There's like bands that I love and I like tell people and they're like, I never fucking heard of them because it's not the mainstream go to, you know what I mean? It's a weird, like, yeah, I think for me too, because I'm so old too, it's like, it's a weird, like, you're young at heart, buddy. What is, what is (laughs) hardcore? Like how we started, like what is hardcore at this point that like, even, even a lot of the, I don't want to name bands, but it's just like bands that are like punk, hardcore, whatever, like it's not, it just doesn't fit in that genre to me. Like it's a very distinct thing to yeah. me and uh i yeah i'm still always trying to get my head around it but yeah you know it is what it is as long as the kids like it as long as kids like it man <laughs> it's all for the kids at it the is end of the whether day. it's wu-tang or whether it's hardcore it's yeah. all for the kids always man. for the children Wu-Tang. yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the few band tattoos i have is for wu-tang gotta love Wu. you know like that yeah. uh, thinking of Ida, like that's another one where it's like rizza is like one of the most brilliant people ever to me you know like it, oh yeah just just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Did you watch the documentary on? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I. It was tough to get around, like in my head, because you think yet again, it's like meeting your heroes. Not that you're meeting them, but mm-hmm. it's like, damn, this is how it all went down, and yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like, yeah. It's like I wasn't in the situation, so I don't know. But I'm like, man, this is kind of fucked. What happened to all of them? But like, it it wasn't at the same time because yeah, they yeah. all made out okay. But oh I'm yeah, just like it, it still is what it is. But yeah. but no, it's complicated. Everything's complicated. ODB, you know? I feel like it, that when that point when he dies in it, like when they get to all that, I'm just like you, you feel for the guy. And it's oh just yeah, like, yeah. But then yeah. you hear the other side, and it's like I wanted him to be, and it's like ah, who knows, dude. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tough stuff. No, but they were it, man. Again, like the woo, man, like just in that again that to me like the other the like when i was younger like the way you fall in love with music but then that early 90s like hip-hop stuff that was happening yeah. uh when, when wu-tang came and things like mob deep and all that type of stuff but then that's the same time that rock and roll to me like it did this other thing with everything from like i don't know like bands like the melvins or jesus lizard unsane and then, and that's even like Clutch, yeah. you know, Corn, Orange Nine Millimeter, like all it's all this yeah. hybrid crap again. Rage Against the Machine. It yeah. was like it was just like this thing of like things coming together in new ways, and you had that happening in rock and roll and in hip hop at the same time. Yeah, world was a beautiful place, man. And I even look at like my <laughs> journey of just the consumer of music, and mm-hmm. it's just like started off like what my parents raised me on like the oh, Beatles, yeah. Michael Jackson, yeah. you know, then that first album Bone Thugs and Harmony and it mm-hmm. was like rap for a while, then rock music mm-hmm. and it was more like pop punk, surf punk. Yeah. Then like metal, heavier stuff, then even further back like my brother was into Iron Maiden for Hell yeah. And I got real into Iron Maiden cuz yeah, yeah. it's just monkey see monkey do. Yeah. And then I went back to like hip hop and now it's just 
I'm stuck in like the '90s and before then. Like I that's what I was gonna like, ask early you. 2000s. Have you like, hit like phases yet of like no new music essentially? Like that you just you wear. Yeah, your... I mean, every once in a while, a new band like piques my interest, and yeah. it's just like you know. But yeah, yeah no, not really. Okay. Pop music, if it's new, I'll probably because I hear it at work all the time, and I'm yeah. not like one of those people who it's like I like. I like punk rock and I like hip hop. I don't got time for pop music. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, that shit's very well done. I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. It's catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's harder to get into like newer music, but like some stuff I know and some stuff I don't and I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. Mm-hmm. That's why the Demi Lovato thing confuses me. I'm like, does she make music? Is that what she's famous for? She's yeah. famous for being a train wreck. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like, I, I know the name. I don't know if I could name a song. Yeah, you know, I people, just know she exists. But like, I know there was like a while, like rappers were just dying. And yeah, people yeah. were like, this guy. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And yeah, they yeah. go on their Instagram and they have like 15 million followers. I'm yeah. like, how do I not know about this at all? Yeah, yeah. But that's an interesting time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you go from it like... makes you realize how small like, the world is yeah. too. Because no, 15 million people know who this dude is. And I'm like, it is clueless to me. No, no, that that's it. And that's the that's some of the weirdness with it. But it's also... I don't know. It's, that's why I was asking. Is It's like there's a point in life where you're like searching. You're so hungry yeah. for the new thing. Like for you're trying so hard to find yeah. music. Especially something different too. And then all of a sudden you're like... You know, you have no idea what's yeah. going on. Oh, it's my daily struggle. That's when, especially recently, that's when I got real into listening to podcasts. Was because it's just like I listen to the same stuff, and it's oh, like, yeah. trust me, it's a big gallery of music. But yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I'm gonna go. I just want to listen to someone talk. Like I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like rarely do I listen to music in the car. I did on the ride here, which was like a rare. I was in the mood for it. Yeah, yeah. But then other than that, it's just like I like to go back to, and it's like usually the same like ten albums. Like I don't. Yeah. Go too far. Okay. All like, right. I've had uh, things fall apart on repeat for, like, the past week. It's a great record. Throw some mix. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. there's that. Okay. All but right. other than that, yeah, it's just harder to, for me to get into, like, I want to, it's not that I'm, like, closed-minded to it, but it's just, like, nothing piques my interest that much. Do you still go, like, if it wasn't for the pandemic, were you still going to see live music regularly? Yeah, all the time. You go, and you go to not just big shows, but local and, mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I make it, especially if any of my friends have a band, I try to yeah. make it out. Okay. All right. That's I get I bummed if I don't make it stuff. Like, I know you guys played with uh, Big D and the Kids Table yeah, at yeah. the Chamonix Creek. I really wanted to make it out. Yeah. I forget what I was doing that night, but I couldn't end up making it. Yeah. But I like to show up and support. Okay. Mark right. does a rap project called Dumb Ugly, him and this guy, Corey. And okay. I got to check that out. Yeah. What's up? What, yeah, dumb, spot, dumb Ugly? Yeah. Okay. Spotify like gave me name. my year-end review. They were my top to artist streamed like last year. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It was, friend, right. It was all local stuff, too. It was them, mm-hmm. New Femme Glory was second, and then it was this band, and my buddy Greg, who was on this podcast, his band's mm-hmm. called The American Standard. Okay. And my buddy Lawrence out in California, he's a rapper, too. They what? were like my top five stream things showing love to your people yeah you know that's how it should be yeah and i can't even get a repost from newfound glory so you know what i mean <laughs> see that because we have misdirected love we put our our love with these other folks they, they ain't loving us back yeah you know? they don't care what i'm Gotta doing stay with our yeah, peeps I mean, they don't care i got my hands tattooed in Mm-mm. my life offer their dumb music Mm-mm. which i still love i'll still defend them to this day but you know <laughs> just funny to joke about but yeah no i like it. If anything, that piques my interest when you talk about new music. I didn't even think about that. It's like stuff my friends are doing. And yeah. it's just like, how are people not catching on? Right, 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 right. It's great, though. But, but, but it is also like, again, like things have changed so much that, because so much can be created. You yeah. know, it's like 
things it's unfortunate how much stuff gets lost sort of in the ether and in all the space oh yeah because there's just so much stuff being produced at this point and my like my eyes opened up wider when like you get to know more about it like uh what mark does in dumb ugly he does the beats and the production okay so like i used i used to think like edm electronic and dabron makes would you say it's edm when that yeah, what you like say it is? Dance music, house music. Yeah. Okay. I just never got it. I thought there was like no skill in it. And now like these two, I see them every week and I'm just like, dude, I do not understand how to do any oh, of that. Yeah. And it's very impressive. And I grew yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It was something and this is like ten years ago, I was closed off to it. I was like, I was like, this is stupid. I'm, I'm just, just saying a like, button. I do not know I can't make electronic music to save my life. Yeah. I can record bands, I can do like that. I I I just don't get it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I wish I understood how to do it better so I could incorporate it, but yeah. it is. It's the real thing, man. Yeah. It's the real thing. You got two pros over there. If you I know. Need I might help need to like, uh, yeah. bring them by yeah. something like that. All right. Got a couple button pushers over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're at the end, buddy. And it was great to have you on here. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Great you. to see you, man. That's, I haven't that's seen what you in I was going to say. Like you said, it's almost like that excuse to just get together. Yeah. And, uh, haven't seen you in a while. Again, I was very, very happy yeah. uh, to see you're celebrating eight, man. Eight. Big deal. Yeah. Big deal. I'm going to keep saying it because, again, folks trying to downplay yeah. it. Everyone nah, ain't making it there. Everyone ain't making it there. Nah. So, like, And I'm huge in debt deal. to a lot of good people along the way, man. Hey, man. You give it away. Monday you get to were, keep it. Yeah, you, know? you, every Monday, were a calming presence. Whether you knew it or not, <laughs> you helped me out tremendously. And I'm happy that for my anniversary, I had another brother in the fight with me you there know you what go. i mean yeah, and yeah. i wanted yeah. to make a point because usually i just get random people and <laughs> sometimes they're in our walk of life and sometimes they're not but yeah, i just yeah. wanted to i appreciate you selecting me, me. Hey, yeah, I, yeah. I i do i appreciate that yeah you were my second choice behind uh jimmy who's not with us anymore <laughs> if i could bring him back i would have loved to have him on oh, but you that, were uh, i would i would have loved to seen that one. i would have loved to have him on too just because oh me and God. him had a unique relationship and people are like you're really mean to this old man and i'm just like i'm like you don't get it man <laughs> i'm like you should see how mean he is to me but thanks again bill yeah, yeah. and that's it man all appreciate right brother you. be good man yes sir yes sir Ooh, and it's done